Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery here from ProductivityByDesign.com and the Uncluttered Office Podcast, your host, sounding infinitely better than I did in the end of 2019. I had had a massive head cold in the third week of December and I had to record three of these podcast episodes. So here it is. Happy 2020. Let's start with this. I'm behind. There, I said it. It's the beginning of the year and I'm already behind. I didn't get all the things done over break. I had big lofty plans and they just didn't happen. What happened was I slept for some reason, mostly that head cold and the fun of the holidays. I just wanted to sleep from about December 26th on. And I want you to know I was a complete champ at sleeping. I really couldn't quite believe it. I am not a super duper sleeper. I tend to get about six, maybe seven hours of sleep a night. I'm talking about sleeping eight to nine hours a night for probably over a week. Um, I Dare I say, even Monday morning, uh, January 6th, which is really sort of the first day of the year for those of us who were a little bit of slackers over the break. But what's really great about break was that I got some skiing in and lots of time mostly downtime with my family. We saw a few movies, including the new Star Wars. That was my birthday event. Loved it. Had a couple of really nice dinners, including going to the Red Lion Inn for dinner for the first time ever. It was excellent. And that one has been on my list for a super long time. And that was actually my birthday dinner, which we had a solid week after the movie night because we went to the Berkshires just prior to New Year's. It was wonderful. What I didn't do was I didn't organize my 25,000 photos. I didn't organize the stack of business cards. I didn't get my birthday card list, contact list updated for my virtual admin. Sorry, Heather. Uh, I'll get to it. I did organize a whole bunch of Christmas decor in my attic. We had enough ornaments to decorate three trees. Well, we're down to one tree, so now we have enough ornaments to decorate one tree. Somebody is having a great time at the giveaway today, let me tell you, with Christmas tree ornaments. We had nine boxes of Christmas decor, and we're down to four. And finally, this all feels incredibly manageable. So I'm going to take that as an amazing win. So if you're looking at all this and saying, you slept, Where's the gift in that? Well, the gift is it gave me some space and some time. And when you give yourself some space, when you pause 
you allow your brain to open up and have room for new ideas. So the amazing idea I had was to run a 20-day epic office organization challenge in honor of 2020. And it just kind of bubbled up. It's brilliant. It's fun. You're going to love it. And it's free for now. So I'll be sure to add a sign-up link in the notes. Super easy. So why am I a productivity consultant admitting that I didn't get my stuff done? And I want you to know it's that sometimes we just need to rest. It's on our resting that we make the space for those flashes of brilliance. So if it's already the end of the first week of January and you haven't made your plan or you haven't figured out your word of the year, that's okay. We've got this. It's okay to choose yourself over work once in a while. In all that quiet and rest, my word of the year came right up, and that's possibility. A friend of mine said her word is impossible. And that kind of flipped me out because I thought, why would you ever put impossible out in the world? Until I realized what she means is, this year she's going for all of those things that everyone says are impossible. So hats off to Unika Stewart, that's who it was. I've got to say, that's super badass. Go for it, girl. So maybe I'm going for impossible in this year, a possibility. How's that for a tongue twister? I'm going to be a motivational speaker, and I'm going to finally write and publish my book, as I can't wait to share my message with a much larger audience. You ready? I hope you're going after some impossible things this year. I'd love to hear what they are, too, so let me know. In order to get started with any of that, book writing, etc., I have to make a plan. And so, as you know, the month of January here on this podcast is all about planning. Last week, I talked about the different planners that are out there. This week, I'm going to talk about the process. So the first thing I do is review the past year. I look back at what worked, what didn't, what goals I met, which ones I didn't meet, why I didn't meet them, and then I celebrate all of my successes, the big ones and the small ones, no matter what they are. That probably takes me an hour or two. And then I sit down and I determine my three-year goals. It's okay to have more than one of these. I would recommend no more than three. You want to get super big picture with your three-year goals. If you were in um, marketing, which I took when I was in my MBA program, we'd be talking about these as your overarching strategies. So these are the big picture. So my three-year goals are to have a primarily online business so that I can work from anywhere. I would really love to have a laptop business where I could spend a week at a time down at our Fenwick Island beach house. And I daily, at some point, I'd love to take the whole month of August somewhere. Probably not at the beach house. That's our prime renting time. But definitely a couple weeks in August. I'd like to be a published author. And I'd like to be a paid motivational speaker. And notice I just said published author. I didn't say write one book. I might be writing more than one book. But I want to know that in the world, I'm out there as a published author and a paid motivational speaker, and that my clients are primarily online. Knowing now what my three-year goals are in my life, it's best that I next make my one-year goals. So these are, for me, taking on at least 10 new online clients this year. I'll still continue working on a one-on-one basis with people in real life. But the goal is to get at least 10 new online clients this year. And really, I'd love even more. I'm going to write my first book, and I'm going to publish it. And I plan on speaking at least two events per month. Then from there, I'm going to make my 90-day goals. Now, I'm a 90-day goal person. 
I work in 90-day chunks. That's not unusual for entrepreneurs. I find it super hard to really envision where I'm going to be the rest of the year on a very tactical basis, but that I can do that within 90-day chunks. So in my 90-day chunk, this first one, January, February, March, I'm going to create a low-cost entry product for my company because right now the lowest cost you can get me for is $4.97. And the fact is there are plenty of people out there who would really like to test run spending time working with me but don't have that opportunity. Actually, that's not entirely true. I'll do a consultation for $1.97. But to really get the value and the benefit of working with me, you're looking at $4.97. And for some people, $1.97 is still stretched. So $27 would be great, right? None of us blinks an eye, I think, uh, as entrepreneurs or small business owners at spending $27 to learn something new. My next 90-day goal is to write a rough draft of my book. And it's to be landing two speaking gigs per month. So in 90 days, that's six speaking gigs. By the way, when I say speaking gigs, I just want to say pretty loosely, that includes things like being interviewed on a podcast. In my dream world, this would be in addition to speaking on various other people's podcasts. But in the short run, if I can land a, an in, out in the world speaking gig opportunity plus a podcast each month, that's okay. I'm good with that. So you can see that each of my 90-day goals fits into my year-long goal. Next, I write up my 30-day goals. So for me, in the next 30 days, I'm creating and running the 20-day Epic Office Organization Challenge. I'm building a campaign strategy on LinkedIn, and I'm making 20 sales calls. That, as you can see, are all three that go straight towards my first goal of having 10 new online clients this year. I'm going to apply for at least 10 speaking opportunities, and I'm going to ask for speaking opportunities on social media, easing, and in person. So those are all along the speaking one. And then for my book, I'm going back to my old notes. I have a notebook filled with a bunch of notes for the book, and I also have a Facebook private group where I had some notes for the book. So I need to compile all those and put them in, together in one place. I'm going to write the outline for my book, and I'm going to interview book coaches. So that's all the things I'm going to do in the next 30 days. That is a lot of things, but I will make it happen. So now I just want to review. You've gone from these overarching strategies to these very specific tactics. Then I take my physical calendar. I know hard to imagine digital me, but this is one instance in which I always use a physical calendar. And I lay out each of those steps for those projects using colored sticky notes. And I assign different colors to the various tasks. So I'll give you three examples of that. Any of my green sticky notes are MGAs, money generating activities like making sales calls or meeting with clients. All the ones in pink have to do with writing, whether that's social media, e-zine, blog posts, etc. And yellow are networking events, other in-person meetings. So you get the idea. Now, with the exception on this in-person meetings of clients, which would then be in green. I'm a visual, so seeing this on the calendar really helps me to plan. And using the sticky notes allows me to shift things around to get the right balance in any given week. I then use my project management software. In my case, I use Asana. It's free. I lay out all of those projects with their deadlines right into Asana. I color code them to match my calendar, of course, no surprise, the designer in me. 
And while this sounds a lot tougher than it is, and I really do need to teach an Asana class, it's not bad. Once you create your system, it's super easy to use it over and over again. Here's the key thing. There's no right or wrong. Some of my clients use paper planners. This is a judgment-free zone. I don't tell you what you should use. I help you with what you will use. Okay, back to Asana. I set things so that they auto-populate straight to my Google Calendar with the key deadlines for those various projects. And yes, you guessed it, my Google Calendar is color-coded the same as my physical calendar in Asana. Color coding is a great tool for visual people, and it's also for people who have sort of different operating brain stuff like I do. If you've forgotten, I have executive function disorder, but this also works for people who have ADD or have had a brain injury. And these are the clients I work with, and I see how this works for them. So this color coding thing is big. If you're struggling to remember stuff, try color coding and see if it works out. And if it does, let me know. And you know what? If it doesn't, let me know. It could be something different. So just remember, if you're different brain, there's nothing wrong with you. You just think differently. It's kind of a cool thing. That's my planning in a nutshell. You can choose to sit down and do all of your planning for the entire year in a day or over the course of a weekend. A dear friend of mine is running Planapalooza this weekend, Sina Block. She's been on the show. I'll put in the show notes when she was on. Sina's running Planapalooza this weekend, which is a great time to do it. Part of me really wishes I could be there, but I had other obligations right here uh, in Connecticut. Or you can chunk it down into 90-day periods like I do. I do not do all of my planning in one day. I do it in hour chunks over the course of a week. And that's because I like to sleep on things. I'm notorious for trying to plan way too much, and then I get super overscheduled. I've learned that sleeping on things allows me to more realistically assess how much time certain tasks are really going to take. And it's really important to remember that because you need some flex time. Life gets lifey. One minute you're writing the rough draft of your book, and the next minute your kid needs extra help for midterms, or your dad got sick and you need to fly to another state, or you just landed three new amazing clients and need to focus on onboarding them. By the way, the last one is a great problem to have. Let me know how you do with planning. And remember that free challenge I mentioned? It starts on Monday, January 13th, which is National Clear Your Desk Day. There are no coincidences. In the 20-day Epic Office Organization Challenge, you're going to take just 10 minutes a day to get your office decluttered and organized. Sign up is free until the end of January. It's my New Year's gift to you. And once again, the sign-up link is down in the show notes. Looking forward to hearing how you're planning and what some of your big goals are. So get in touch with me at Catherine at CatherineAvery.com. That's Catherine with a C. And let me know what they are. I'd be super excited. Next week, I'll see you. We'll be with Lou Bortone, who is the godfather of video. Lou is one of the most amazing planners. He's great at setting up a course marketing it out there, and then planning the heck out of it to make it amazing. He is on fire. So I would love it for you all to tune in then. In the meantime, have an amazing first week of January. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. 
Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.